At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I am Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this Monday evening. Plenty to discuss throughout the sports betting landscape this evening. And to help us do all of that, well, we got a couple of guests joining the show. 15 minutes from now, host of the Philadelphia City Cast, Ryan Rothstein, will not only talk about his Sixers in the game against the Miami Heat tonight, but also he's got a big future ticket on the Villanova Wildcats. I know he tweeted about it, deciding what he's going to do, if he should put it on prop swap, if he should let it ride it out for a little bit longer. So we'll get his thoughts, pick his brain about it in 15 minutes. Half hour from now, Adam Burke, Beeson's betting analyst, will be giving us not only Sweet 16 plays, but still some other NIT action throughout college basketball. And we did see some big news in the NFL. Matt Ryan being dealt to the Indianapolis Colts. So I want to dive in to what Adam's thinking about that move because I think it's a pretty good move for the Colts based on the given situation and limited quarterbacks that were available. So we'll get into that a little bit further with Adam Burke. 45 minutes from now, Danny's Dimes. We've got one play in the NBA, and we've got a couple in hockey. And, of course, since we are at the end of this first weekend, I guess you could call it rounds one or round two of the NCAA tournament, I did want to spend a little bit of time giving a sneak preview for those Sweet 16 games. I know we'll get more into it extensively with Adam Burke, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit as well. I mean, my goodness, this past weekend was insane, right? I mean, there was officiating. Everybody's complaining about it left and right, myself included. There was a game last night to where there wasn't a call whistled and then everybody's freaking out about it. It's like you can't have it both ways, right? You don't want these refs to dictate the games. Yet when they didn't blow the whistle last night with TCU and Arizona, then everybody's freaking out. So you really can't have it both ways. So I think everybody needs to relax a little bit about that no call. It should have either been a foul or a backward violation, yes, but in terms of not being called a foul, let the players decide the outcome of the games, not the Zebras. So I was fine with that at the end of the day. But again, plenty of madness all throughout. And, you know, not to toot my own horn, but a little bit. I, uh, I Again, I made plenty of brackets, so it's not like this was in all of them. I did have the Iowa State-Miami matchup going into the Sweet 16 and UNC defeating Baylor. That's why I was complaining so much on Twitter, if you saw, about UNC still being able to hold out against Baylor. 
but that Iowa State-Miami matchup didn't actually think it'd come to fruition, but here we are. This is the one we have to look forward to Friday night. And for these early previews, again, not only did I have it circled out, obviously, because I made it in my bracket, but I was very curious where this betting line was going to open. I kind of figured Miami would maybe be like a two-point favorite or somewhere around there, but it looked like the very early opening lines had the Cyclones as a one-point favorite, but now it has shifted on the side of the Hurricanes. Miami laying two in the hook at Bat Rivers. Money line minus 148 for Miami. Iowa State catching plus 125. Total seeing a little bit of love go to the over 131 at the opener. Now it's up to 133 and a half. So how did both teams get here? Well, Iowa State defeated LSU 59 to 54 in their first round matchup. And then they defeated Wisconsin 54 to 49. The reason I had Iowa State over Wisconsin is I kind of had the personal vendetta against them because a couple of bets we had in college basketball, one for and against the Badgers. They screwed us on each. So I was a little bit salty about them. But in all seriousness, I really just did not trust this team whatsoever. And I'm a Big Ten guy, but how the hell can you trust any of these Big Ten teams aside from Purdue? As of this point, I can't, and I just had no confidence in Wisconsin. But that's the second opponent that Iowa State defeated, and that was yesterday. Miami on the other side, narrow victory on Friday, I believe. It was against USC, 68-66. to Everybody here, the Bet Rivers Sportsbook was freaking out, but it was a hell of a game. And then they just dismantled Auburn, 79-61. to We talked about this Auburn team with Danielle Alvari last week. Her and I both didn't really have that much confidence in the Tigers, thinking they were overseeded. And even Dave Ross and I talked about the legitimacy and the potential of this Miami Hurricanes team going as far as the Elite Eight. A lot of scores on this team, very energetic and athletic, and can push it very quickly in transition. That's why I kind of like them in this game as well. And since it's a short spread, I always tend to go with the money line. And what I did was lay minus a buck 40 with Miami. Now, the juice is still on the minus two and a half in favor of Miami. So originally I would say, wait, maybe it comes down. But it looks like it could keep going up, at least at Bet Rivers. But I feel comfortable with Miami in this spot. Iowa State, they played very well. Don't get me wrong. But it just feels like their fortune's going to come to an end in this game. I know they got a solid big, but I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up enough with Miami and how fast they can push the ball and the fact that they can shoot really anywhere along the perimeter and kill you if they're on. So I like Miami in this spot. That's where the original line movement has gone, and that's where I think it will continue to go maybe slowly. But I do think Miami probably could end up as a three-point favorite. I don't know if it gets up to three in the hook. But I do like the movement to the Hurricanes. I agree with it. I think they're the better team. And that's the first early bet I am making for the round of the Sweet 16. Miami Hurricanes on the money line, minus the buck 40 against the Cyclones. So that's the official play I got. But I do want to talk about some of the other matchups that stood out to me or some that I'm kind of just waiting to see where this line settles at. And the next one being the aforementioned Arizona Wildcats. One of the best college basketball games I've seen. It was incredible all throughout, just an electric environment. And now they have another fascinating matchup to look forward to is the Wildcats taking on the Cougars of Houston. Now, Houston kind of had an easier path, so to speak, to get here. You beat a UAB squad that really wasn't too competitive and then a terribly coached Illinois team. I mean, Brad Underwood might be one of the most overhyped coach, at least into the second half of the season and into the tournament. This Illinois team just had no adjustments whatsoever. No confidence from that first round game where they barely beat Chattanooga. And I had no faith in them whatsoever against Houston. And Houston did get the job done in that game. Now, Arizona on the other side, like we said, they beat Wright State, who's a solid squad, and then TCU in overtime last night, 85-80. to And look, Ben Mather, I mean, that dude was just incredible last night. 30 points, 8-19 from the floor, huge dunk, clutch three. The Pac-12 player of the year lived up to the hype and then some. And then Colico, I mean, the big man went 12-13 from the floor, 12 rebounds, 28 points. He came through with that putback dunk at the end of the game. It was just a lot of effort from those two guys all around, and that's why I think the advantage slightly goes to Arizona here. Houston has been missing a couple of guys from the, throughout the course of the season. We've known this. I figured they'd get to this point, and then Arizona would take the cake. Now, I don't think it's going to be too easy, and I am a little bit cautious because Arizona did have some moments where they got up to big leads and let TCU back into it. They're a young team. They have a lot of energy, a lot of athleticism themselves, 
but also you got to spread out the offense. To rely on those two guys in every game is a tall order for these college kids. But I do think they are the more talented team and the better team in this game. I'm just not rushing to go lay two or minus 132 with them. It might be kind of a more of an in-game type of spot, but I also want to see if the market buys back on the Cougars a little bit and then might approach it to take a better number on the Wildcats. So the initial lean is with Arizona, but I want to see it mature in terms of the spread and money line and see where it ends up. Total, by the way, open 145 up to 145 and a half. So not too much craziness with that total movement. But overall, again, lean toward Arizona, but haven't pulled the trigger just yet. The third game that really stood out to me, how about North Carolina and UCLA? Look, again, that game had me pulling my hair out with North Carolina and Baylor. I mean, that was arguably the worst officiated game I've seen in some time. And then that was one of the worst coach games I've seen in some time out of Davis, the head coach in North Carolina. The inability for him to adjust defeating the full-court press is mind-boggling. I mean, everybody in any age group knows how to switch up to defeat the press, and they did the same thing every single time. I could go on a huge rant about it if you want to hear more, so check out the Chicago City cast from today, but it was just absurd. But this is the thing that UNC brings to the table and why I ended up putting them over Baylor is because they have the capability to just shoot lights out on any given night. The second half, it disappeared, but they found a way to come through in overtime. Big testament to how the Tar Heels were able to hang on. In that first half, you see the talent that they have and how lethal they can be offensively. But this game, the question is, what is going to prosper more? Is it going to be the Bruins' defense or the Tar Heels' offense? Because UNC dropped 95 versus Marquette, then 93 in overtime versus Baylor. But then you look at UCLA. Defensively, they limited Akron to 53 points, St. Mary's to 56 points. So which side do you trust more in this game? Opener had UCLA as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Maybe a little bit too bullish on this UCLA squad because now the line is down to two. So the movement has been going toward the Tar Heels. They're also plus 110 on the money line is North Carolina. UCLA minus a buck 30, total at 142-and-a-half. I get why the movement's going to UNC, I really do, but after I saw that performance in the second half and the lack of adjustments from Davis to what he was telling his team to do or rather not to do, it was just insanity, and I really don't want to trust that team by putting money on them. So this is one where maybe I just don't touch it with a 10-foot pole, but I was very eager to see where this line was going to open, and again, maybe a little bit overzealous on this UCLA team considering they opened three and a half and now it's down to two. I can't say I disagree with it. I give the slight lean to UCLA, but we'll be very excited to see where this number closes and definitely more of an in-game uh, in betting opportunity with this matchup. So should be a lot of fun through the round of 16. We have a couple more games I want to preview, but we'll probably save that for tomorrow. We got plenty of time, but hey, if you do want more analysis on all things college hoops, Get in touch with the Madness right now. Check it out at vsan.com slash madness. You can still get that on lockdown right now to help you bet every single game against the spread. You get 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide. It's only $19, and you get analysis from all of the experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Vontobel, and Tim Murray. So make sure to sign up today. You get it through the end of the tournament, which is April 5th. Again, only $19. Check it out, bsin.com slash madness. Coming up next, a little bit more basketball talk, but both in college and the NBA here on Rush Hour with Ryan Rosti. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And remember, you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available and you get hooked up several episodes a week. Great local sports betting content. All righty, welcome back to it. The show is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. As always, broadcasting live here out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. Now we ship it off a little bit to the east, going to Philadelphia, where we got Ryan Rothstein hopping on with us, host of the Philly City Cast. And Ryan, I... You know, I feel like you might be 50-50 here because your Sixers are in a weird spot, but Villanova and your futures ticket is looking pretty decent right now. So we'll get to that momentarily, but I got to start with, I guess, more of the bad news. The Sixers are coming off a loss last night. Tonight they got the heat, which would have been an awesome game, but now both of your superstars ain't playing and Sixers catching seven at home. How do we feel about that? Yeah, I saw it moved up to eight right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook oh, here in PA, Danny. Um, no Jimmy Butler. Last time I checked, Jimmy Butler's questionable, so I don't even know what that's going to look like on the Miami side of things. But yeah, every back-to-back for the 76ers, I feel like they get it wrong on when they decide to rest <laughs> Joel Embiid. It's like, dude, you could have rested this guy and James Harden against Toronto, and let's get a measuring stick game here against the Miami Heat. First place Miami Heat, but uh, they decided, no, thank you. We're not even going to go into this matchup, uh, I guess, attempting to win this one, right? So it, it it's interesting with this 76ers squad, Danny. I was at the game uh, at, at the Wells Fargo Center on Friday night against Luka and the Mavericks. They've been frustrating to watch. Like, I, I will keep it real here for the people. The 76ers have been really frustrating to watch. They've been getting out the slow starts. Joel Embiid looks gassed, right? Like I'm a little bit frustrated. He's not playing tonight, but I'm also very happy. He's getting a night off, which is actually weird to say because in the past he's gotten one too many nights off, but that's something to keep a close eye on. It's something I talked about on WIP in Philly over the weekend. Joel Embiid is limping, not literally, thankfully, but figuratively limping to this finish line. And that's kind of what it seems like, Ryan. I mean, it's really strange to see them get hard and they look really good out of the gate, inferior competition, I guess you can attest that to. But then you get that huge narrative-driven game. You get Brooklyn at home. Well, then he gets smoked out. And then Denver in a very huge game. Top MVPs. You're on the second leg of a back-to-back. Sixers couldn't get the job done. It's a little bit worrisome because then you also have Toronto last night with both them playing in a lower-scoring game. They could not get the job done, and presumably they're probably going to lose this one to the Heat, resting two of their top guys is Philly. So I, I completely get what you're saying, and I'm glad that you addressed that a little bit, being unbiased and going, yeah, it's kind of frustrating. It seems weird to have this happen. 
But going back to that Denver game a little bit more so, Ryan, did that game, do you think, sway the MVP discussion a little bit more so for the fact that Jokic is doing more with less? Not necessarily overall this season, but you can't argue that. But in that game specifically, to go to Joel Embiid's house, where he has a superstar along him and Embiid, and he got the job done. It's it's interesting. And this is this is neck and neck here. Obviously, we, we just saw the, the odds posted here. Plus 115 for Joel Embiid right now. Plus 155 for Jokic, even at Bet Rivers in, in PA. The other day I saw Jokic at plus 130, Joel Embiid at minus 136. So they're they're obviously moving here every minute, every day. It's going to be slightly different. But here's my thing with why Joel Embiid is going to get this award. Knock on wood, barring any injuries, barring any setbacks between now and the final game of the regular season. This is a narrative-driven award, much like all of the awards in professional sports. The NFL is similar. This is a story, right? And the voters know that. They tell the story by who they vote in that given year. And people bring up Jokic playing without Michael Porter Jr. here for a stretch of games. Look at what Joel Embiid did leading up until the trade for James Harden. Okay, it was Joel Embiid and the Island of Misfit Toys, and he willed this team to still be right in the mix in the Eastern Conference. He played every game outside of a COVID scare very early on. He's leading the league in scoring for quite some time, right around 30 a game. He's getting rebounds. He's getting assists. He's doing everything. He's staying available. And if Jokic gets this award this year, he becomes a back-to-back MVP award winner. The voters, I'm sorry. Now, I'll, I'll gladly admit I'm wrong if this happens here when it's announced. The voters are not giving him the MVP award to be back-to-back because then that catapults his legacy into a different tier. Then he becomes a consecutive MVP award winner. I don't see that happening. Ryan Rossi joining us here on Rush Hour, getting into the thick of it, all things Philly with the Sixers beginning with. And it is a fascinating conversation, Ryan, but you're right. I kind of keep going back and forth. I do think MB deserves it, but that game I feel like was huge. And we'll see how this season ends out. You can't have those home losses consistently, but I do think they want to switch it up and give it to Embiid because he does deserve it, to be quite frank. But Jokic definitely has a compelling case. Now, another case on your hands, Ryan, that could be compelling one way or the other is your futures ticket you got with Villanova for this tournament. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I saw your tweet. You got them at like 26 to 1, and now they're at 10 to 1. They're facing off against Dan Leach's Michigan Wolverines. Villanova's laying five. Uh, are we saying, hey, Dan, shove it, man. It's all Villanova. You think uh, the Wolverines could keep the magic going a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to have to hit Dan up for a uh, a nice little city cast crossover before that game tips off Michigan Villanova, man. I, I don't know if I'm going to tell Dan to shove it. M- maybe I will, but unrelated to this game, <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, Villanova laying uh, what was it? It's at five right now, right? Yeah, it's minus five right now at Bet Rivers and PA. The totals at 135. This is a 2018 national championship uh, rematch. I love what Michigan has done. I, I, I'm cheering for them from a distance. I talked about this on the coast to coast, Greg Peterson hoops podcast a couple of days ago, Michigan. Now five straight sweet 16 appearances, Villanova, two national championships in the past five years, culture and how you perform in March matters right now. It matters in the first you know, week. Uh, Thursday, Friday, especially, but now even getting into the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, it seems like a Captain Obvious statement, but it matters. And now these two programs who have been there and done that, they lock horns and go head to head. Michigan has been getting to the foul line, 42 free throw attempts in the past two games, and that's not something they were typically really strong at throughout the regular season. Villanova, number one in the country at the foul line as far as percentage all season long, Big East Conference champions. Uh, they obviously take care of business relatively easily in their first two games. I think this is going to be a hell of a matchup. It's going to be really close. I do not want to lay the five points with Villanova. Homer alert, I am picking Villanova to win. I'm not laying the five. I took the under with Villanova against Ohio State, under 132.5. Never a doubt, baby. 132 is where it hit. It's where it closed. Uh, I'm riding the under again here in this game. I think it's going to be heading to the foul line, tough, physical, uh, not a lot of shots made. And I'm picking Villanova to squeak out with a win here. 
Ryan, I'm exactly with you. I do lean toward Villanova, but I'm not eager to lay the five. And this is what I really did a lot yesterday, which I think is an amazing thing in basketball in general, but specifically March Madness is just in-gaming it. Like Duke, they were down by five to Michigan State at one point. I got plus 220 because Duke looked like the better team the whole game, but you understand it's a game of runs. So at some point, the opposition is going to get some momentum and you'll get a better number. Did that with Duke. Did it with Texas Tech because, well, I don't trust Notre Dame whatsoever. Did it with Houston against Illinois because Illinois is not that good of a team. And then even Arizona last night against TCU. I think that's probably the best route. I think Michigan will make it close at some point or another. Dickinson's really hard to contain and they'll probably get to the line a lot as you alluded to, but I'm with you. I mean, the five's not too attractive, but I think in-gaming this Wildcats team might be the best route to take. I think that's a great call. Yeah, I think the in-game is is the way to go, and I think that's the smart approach here uh, throughout the entire first week, and and just continue that approach, especially in games like this. A game of runs, as you mentioned, the five is not favorable. And hey, maybe for someone like me and and you, you're in in uh, agreement with me here, but. Uh, Michigan maybe gets out to a nice start. You still feel good about Villanova. You get them at a favorable number uh, early on or even at halftime. I like that approach, Danny. Absolutely, my man. Well, hey, Ryan, best of luck with whatever you decide with the ticket. We'll be cheering you on, and I hope you enjoy the games this week, my friend. I'm letting it ride, Danny. I'm letting it ride. Let's go. I love it. That's what you got to do. Ryan Rothstein, folks. Follow him along on Twitter, at WiseRye. And, of course, if you want more of his content, be sure to check out the Philly City Cast. And if you want more of those betting insights to help you get the edge, check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts that track line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from the sports books in Vegas and across the country. So download the VEASAN and best bets podcast right now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available adam burke joining us next right here it is rush hour this is rush hour on vsin the sports betting network Bed River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. And in addition to their welcome bonus, Bed Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. So download the Bed Rivers app or go to bedrivers.com to sign up today. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-522-4700 in Nevada. Okay, back at it. It is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you for being with us on this Monday evening. I'm Danny Burke, your host. And joining us now, my long-lost stepbrother, as everyone likes to say, it is Adam Burke, who you can give a follow to on Twitter, at Skating Tripods, catches content daily at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Look at that. There's the beautiful picture, as always, with the sweater vests. And Adam, the last time we talked and had that picture posted, we were looking forward to many playing games and then eventually the first and second rounds of the tournament but now we got the sweet 16 to look forward to and i got plenty of questions surrounding that but before we get in to college basketball adam there was still some significant news throughout the national football league today and that is matt ryan being dealt to the indianapolis colts and obviously we all know you're a huge football better and follow the nfl very closely so i wanted you to explain how this impacts this Colts team from a winning or just a betting perspective in your mind? Yeah, you know, another pretty good quarterback in the AFC where it seems like just about all the good quarterbacks outside of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers seem to be uh, in the AFC for this season. Look, I already liked the Colts anyway. I knew that they were going to make some sort of maneuver at quarterback, especially after they traded Carson Wentz. Uh, look, I, I think that they should be the rightful favorite to win that AFC South. I do think they're worth a play at this point in time. And think about Matt Ryan now having an offensive line now having a really, really strong running game and having some weapons to actually throw to in the passing game, this probably resurrects his career a little bit where a lot of people kind of questioning if the skills are still there, if he's in decline. I think a lot of that just simply had to do with the fact that he didn't have a whole lot to work with around him. Now he does. He'll stay inside playing at Lucas Oil Stadium. A phenomenal move here by the Colts who 
you know, not only got Matt Ryan, but also you know, didn't really give up too much in the process yeah. here. And certainly I made an upgrade from Carson Wentz. I couldn't agree more, Adam. I mean, for what was still available out there, I feel like Matt Ryan was the best opportunity. And I didn't really honestly even consider him going to the Colts. And also, as you mentioned, didn't really give up anything for it. So I thought it was a spectacular move by Indianapolis. And as you also mentioned, now they're the short shots for the South plus 115, Titans plus 120, then Jacks plus 650, and the Texans at about 25 to 1. But the Colts already have a very solid team all throughout. And just because, again, like also you mentioned, Matt Ryan struggling a little bit, the Colts and the Falcons a little bit different tier. So I think he'll thrive more so with the Colts. And, uh, yeah, I like that move a lot, like you were saying about Indianapolis. But, Adam, we might as well now transition to college basketball because there is plenty with the Sweet 16 games and some other tournament action. But first, I did want to talk about the main tournament, and I want to talk about the first game to look forward to, Arkansas and Gonzaga. This one going to be tipping off at about 6 p.m. Central time on Thursday. The Zags laying nine, the Razorbacks catching it. They're also plus 340 on the money line, whereas the Bulldogs uh, minus 435. High total, of course, 154.5. You think Arkansas could keep it close because we've seen Gonzaga be a little bit sketchy the first two games. I mean, we could say that, that Gonzaga has been a little bit sketchy here, but I mean, look, they played a pretty bad first half against Georgia State in a game that they knew they were going to win against the Georgia State team that was underseeded as a 16. They had a lot of injuries early on in the year, kind of hurt their tournament resume. They were more like a 14, maybe 15 seed. So Gonzaga struggling a little bit in the first half, so be it. Memphis is a really good basketball team. And honestly, that Memphis performance that we got the other night on Saturday, they may have beaten just about anybody else in this tournament, but they weren't able to beat Gonzaga. They were only four of 19 from three. That wound up being the difference in the game. Arkansas is not as good as Memphis. Gonzaga is a team that you know kind of survived that second round game a little bit, so to speak. You figure now they get to go back, go to practice. They stay on the West Coast because they'll play in San Francisco here. Arkansas is not a good offensive team. They're 240th in the nation against Division I opponents in effective field goal percentage. Gonzaga leads the nation in effective field goal percentage defense. I don't see how Arkansas keeps up in this game. Faraway places have already gotten to 9.5 on this one. It was 8.5 this morning. As you mentioned, 9 out there in most of the market. I think Gonzaga is absolutely the play here. I just don't see how Arkansas keeps up. All right, Adam, I got to ask you about this UCLA and North Carolina game. I was touching on this a little bit to begin the show. North Carolina in that second half against Baylor was incredibly infuriating with their inability to defeat the press. So, I, I mean, first half, it was great. They have the potential to really just keep up with any team because of the offense and how well they shoot it from the charity stripe. UCLA, very sound defensive squad. I'm torn on this one. I kind of lean toward the Bruins, but I completely get any argument for each side. So which side do you lean toward here? I like UCLA in this one, and I know it's not the greatest of situations. They have to go all the way out to Philadelphia, whereas North Carolina stays on the East Coast here. But look, this line is not two or two and a half prior to the NCAA tournament. You know, this line is littered with recency bias with North Carolina blowing out Marquette, then beating a number one seed in Baylor. And the reality is Baylor started 15 and 0. They had some nice non-conference wins as they got injured a little bit, as they went through big 12 play, they kind of struggled. I don't think they deserve to be a number one seed. I actually kind of thought that North Carolina would give them a game wound up being the case here. UCLA has been a top 10 team all year long by the metric sites, North Carolina coming into the NCAA tournament was like a fringy top 40 team. So this line is way too short, in my opinion, way too influenced by what we've seen in the tournament here so far with UCLA struggling to Akron or struggling against Akron, I should say, in that first round game. North Carolina's opponents are 17 of 68 from three so far. That's been a big help for them. Uh, I don't think they're as good offensively as we've seen in these last two games. And, and UCLA, look, I mean, this is just a very sound basketball team on both ends of the floor. They were my pick to win that region and go to the final four. I think that still happens. And I think that they do cover this two or two and a half point number. Yeah, I do tend to lean that way. UCLA and Purdue making it out of that region in a majority of my brackets. And it should be a fun one, but I'm with you. I give the very slight lean to UCLA, but I might wait to see where this line ends up. It should be a blast regardless. And Adam, of course, we have some other college basketball going on right now. And I know you love to delve into these other games that maybe aren't focused in on as much, like the CBI and the NIT. Have you gotten involved in any of those upcoming games? 
Uh, not any of the upcoming games, but there were a few things I wanted to talk about here. And, and one of them being, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't really pay attention to the CBI, not a lot of household teams in it, but it's been played all at a neutral site venue in Daytona Beach, Florida. And it's been a pretty good shooting backdrop. We've seen a lot of points scored in some of these games. But what's also interesting about it is because it's at a neutral site and it's all in one place, you're getting games on consecutive days. So you're getting teams in these back to backs. And oddly enough, NC Wilmington and Northern Colorado, the two teams at a rest disadvantage today, actually won the game outright. UNC Wilmington was a seven-point dog in their game against Drake. They roared back from a massive second-half deficit to win that one. Northern Colorado beat UNC Asheville by three after playing a very high-paced game yesterday. So those two teams play each other tomorrow night now with no rest in this tournament. I think it's a really interesting spot for both teams here. Because UNC Wilmington puts so much into that comeback. On the flip side, Northern Colorado lives and dies by the three. They scored 87 points. They play no defense whatsoever. I don't think we get a lot of defense in that game tomorrow night. There's no total posted as of yet, but I would look for a very, very high scoring game between North Carolina Wilmington and Northern Colorado tomorrow night. And again, there's two other games, one going on right now, Middle Tennessee State and BU, then Ohio and Abilene Christian. The winners of those two games will also play tomorrow. So some really interesting rest situations in the CBI this year. Adam, before we let you go, any other advice or tips you would offer to people trying to handicap the main tournament going throughout the rest of these rounds, whether it's getting involved in futures late, you know, trailing these hot teams in game betting, anything that you can offer to some people? Well, I would say this, as far as the other tournaments go, NIT, CBI, Basketball Classic, all of that, very high scoring early. As you get a chance to win some hardware, those games tend to tighten up a little bit. So in the other tournaments, you play overs early and you play unders late. As far as the NCAA tournament goes, I mean, look, you know, I think Friday is a much more high variance day. You've got a lot of lower seeds over there on the Friday games. So I think maybe those are the ones you want to attack where these lines are probably a little bit sharper for Thursday, I would think. So I'd probably be looking to make my hay on Friday and, and just kind of observe and, and maybe get some live bets in on Thursday. Awesome, man. Well, hey, Adam, we'll be looking forward to it and looking forward to plenty more of your coverage around it. So keep it up, and thanks, as always, for making some time. Absolutely. Have a good one, Danny. You as well. Adam Burke, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow him on Twitter, at Skating Tripods. And remember, he's VEASAN's betting analyst. He's writing content daily, VSIN.com slash subscribe. Coming up next, it is going to be our final segment on this Monday evening. We've got Danny's Dime. So I know I gave out a play in college basketball. If we have time, we'll recap that. we still got plenty of days to get more in-depth with that analysis. But I do have a play in the NBA tonight. And we've got some hockey. Let's bring it back to the buck. Two games on the ice I want to talk about. And again, one game in the association. So stick around with us. One final segment. It is Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Send the Sports Betting Network. Need more college basketball insight? Make sure you check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Hoops-Peterson who looks at every single college basketball game on the schedule to find you betting opportunities. He's got an opinion on every single game. He makes his own lines and he hooks you up with unique insights and perspectives to help you get those solid betting opportunities. So download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcom slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. And while you're there, make sure you catch up on every other decent show as well. That's vsin.com slash podcast. Okay, it is our final segment here on Rush Hour, which means it is time for Danny's Dimes, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into my best bets for the night. We already talked about a college basketball bet. More on that momentarily. But let me tell you else what else we are rolling with, but for this evening specifically. We've got one NBA, and we've got two in hockey. We will begin with the NBA matchup in a must-win, dare I say, for one team. And that is the Chicago Bulls hosting the Toronto Raptors. You knew I was taking it there, folks. But uh, at the UC, the Bulls hosting Toronto, a team they've already beaten twice out of three games thus far. This will be the fourth and final meeting and a desperation type of game for this Bulls team. They opened four. Line went down to three and a half. Talked about it on the Chicago City cast earlier today. And if you want more of that kind of in-depth analysis, then obviously check it out. But here's the TLDR. The Bulls, again, not only are they desperate, but at least you're getting a big piece back. You've gotten Caruso back. You have Vooch. You got Levine. You got DeRozan. And now you're getting back Patrick Williams. A big body down low. Helps spread the floor defensively. And can still contribute well enough offensively. And again, just open things up so not all of the brunt is on the shoulders of Nikola Vucevic. The Bulls rely on him a lot, and a lot of times he doesn't come through. In this situation tonight against Siakam and this Raptors team, Patrick Williams will be a very nice addition to this squad. It's only in his second year, folks. His potential is untapped, and his ceiling is very high. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and absolutely dominate, but again, because of what he can bring to the floor, that will obviously translate and help the Bulls in that factor. And just the momentum of having him on the floor at home in an environment where they do better as opposed to on the road, will bode very well for this Bulls team. The Bulls are on a three-game losing streak. They got demolished on the West Coast by the Kings, the Jazz, and the Suns. The Raptors on the other side, well, they've won their last four out of five games. They won at Philadelphia last night, but that puts them on the second leg of a back-to-back. Now, Fred Van Fleet did rest in that game. It looks like he's going to be good to go tonight against the Bulls. However, OG Ananobi is going to be out in this game for the Raptors. In three games, he's averaged 22 points per game against Chicago, so that's a big miss. And then Malachi Flynn is also going to be absent. So the Raptors still missing a couple guys. Bulls getting back one of those reinforcements in Patrick Williams. I thought this line would maybe go further down in favor of Toronto, so I still took the Bulls at minus 160 on the money line, but it went the other way, though, back up to four in favor of Chicago now at Bet Rivers are minus 175. At the price of minus 175, I guess I would just lay it with the spread at this point, or like I always say, just wait for the in-game number. But I do think the Bulls get the job done this evening. DeRozan has had notable performances against the Raptors. Dropped 26, 29, and 28 respectively against his former squad. Zach Levine's dropped 22, 23, and 15 respectively. Booch, 17, 17, and 30. As for the Raptors... A player who's really stood out is Gary Trent Jr., 18 points, 4-9 from deep, 32 points, 6-10 from deep, 
16 points, 3 of 8 from deep. They didn't have the props out at Bet Rivers when I was diving into it, but I knew some other spots had 2.5 for his 3-point field goals made and plus money on the over. Hey, if you're looking for a prop, I don't hate the idea of Gary Trent Jr. going over considering the Bulls have the second-worst 3-point defense in the league. But overall, again, aside from just the situational aspect that favors the Bulls, being the desperation, being getting Patrick Williams back, the Raptors on the second leg of a back-to-back, -back, and the Bulls being at home, the Bulls match up fairly well because the Raptors are really not that great of an offensive team. They're 17th in offensive points per 100 possessions, 27th in offensive effective field goal percentage. And that counters out nicely because we know the Bulls slack very much so defensively, and you're getting a defensive piece back in Patrick Williams. So I could go into a lot more of those numbers, but long story short, the Bulls match up very well against Toronto, hence why they've defeated them twice. But now in a must-win game, yes, a must-win game for this Bulls team and a spot where they could get the motivation for Patrick Williams being back at home. The advantages lie with Chicago. Again, I went minus 160 on the money line with them. Now it's up to minus 175, so I'd maybe advocate for the spread more so or wait for an in-game number, but the Bulls will get the job done tonight against the Raptors. So I'm betting the Bulls to win this one outright. That's our first time of the evening. Let's flip it over, go to the ice, talk some hockey next. And the first game I am circling out, going to Minnesota, where the former Blackhawk Marc-Andre Fleury will now be a member of the roster. That's right, Marc-Andre Fleury getting dealt to Minnesota and this wild team that has had some volatility in terms of tending the net. And obviously Marc-Andre will not be in net tonight, but sooner rather than later. I still like the wild in this game, though. Because they're taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, who have been such a up-and-down team. Very unreliable and a team we have cashed in on in terms of fading up. Well, this one opened with Minnesota at Bet Rivers about minus 141. VGK was plus 117. All the movement has gone toward Minnesota. They're as high as minus 180 as of this point. I snagged the minus 160 earlier. Again, like I always say, make sure you subscribe to VEASAN. You get the best bets log page so you get a hold of those bets sooner rather than later in case you see line movement like this. But it's understandably so why this line moved that way because Vegas has been so banged up. They're going to be missing Max Pacioretty, Haig, Leonard, Stone, and Riley Smith. Now, Jack Eichel is day-to-day, -day, and even if he goes, he's still a little bit banged up, not 100%. Vegas has won their last two games against the Panthers and the Kings. Minnesota has also won their last two games against Boston and Chicago. And Minnesota has lost to Vegas twice, both in Sin City, 3-2 and 6-4. The reason I do like Minnesota, though, is even though their goalie situation is up and down, Cam Talbot has been fairly solid at home. 12-4-1, 2.85 goals against average, and a save percentage above 90%. Now, he has started in those two games against Vegas, gave up eight goals on 70 shots. But after the Marc-Andre Fleury acquisition, maybe a little bit more incentive, a bigger chip on his shoulder to go out and perform even better. And even aside from that, I just think he's a better goalie in this situation, considering it looks like it's going to be Logan Thompson in that once again. It might switch to Brossois, but regardless of who it is, it's not Leonard. And Leonard isn't even that good, and he's their top goalie. Logan Thompson has come in the last two games, got the dub against the Kings and the Panthers, but he's 1-1-0 on the road, 3.7 goals against average, and a save percentage of 89%. A very minimal sample size, but has not performed very well on the road. This offense that the Wild has is lethal. And we know that Vegas can have a lethal offense too, but not with all these injuries. Minnesota is still competing for one of those playoff spots where to get better seating, and you're seeing this line movement go that way. Again, I am going with Minnesota here. Now that it's up to minus 180, I would definitely entertain the puck line at plus 140, or, of course, a win in regulation would also be another route I would take if you don't want to lay the minus 180 with Minnesota. But I am going with the Wild in this game against the Golden Knights. The other game I am rolling with, let's take it out to the Mile High City, Colorado. Avalanche taking on the Edmonton Oilers. I'm going with Colorado here. I'm kind of perplexed by this line movement. The Avalanche come into this game on a three-game win streak. Hasn't been pretty per se, but they have won their last three. And I get it. Edmonton's been a hot team. They're on a five-game winning streak. But taking it to context a little bit, and Andy McNeil, VEASAN's NHL expert, talked about this on his write-up more so today. It came against the Devils, Sabres, and Red Wings, bottom-tier teams. They also beat Tampa Bay, but with their backup in. 
and then they beat the Capitals, but Washington was on the second leg of a back-to-back. -to -back. Tonight, it looks like Mike Smith is going to be tending the pipes for Edmonton. He's 6-8-1, 3.4 goals against average, save percentage of 89.5%. On the road, he's awful, 1-4-1, 3.6 goals against average, 88.9% with his saves. So again, he's been brutal both home and away, but even worse on the road. All of his losses but one have come in regulation if you don't want to lay a steep price with Colorado. They're minus 186. But I think it's worth it because Darcy Kemper, even though his underlying stats aren't thrilling, the win-loss column is what matters here. And he's 29-8-2, and at home, he's 16-2-1, 2.4 goals against average, 92.5% with his saves on home ice. Colorado's a more talented team. I think the market's moving in the wrong direction. And relatively, I think you're getting a better price than what it should be. So that's why I'm willing to lay the steep price of minus 186. Again, if you're not, Kemper's been solid in regulation. Mike Smith is not on the other side. So I think you could be okay going win in regulation. But I'm comfortable enough laying minus 186 with Colorado. So that's the other play I got tonight. In summation, the Avalanche on the money line, minus 186. Minnesota Wild, minus buck 60 on the money line. And also at minus 160, the Chicago Bulls tonight against the Raptors. And an early play on the Hurricanes for the Sweet 16. Don't forget about that. Thank you for tuning in. Best of luck with your plays. And we'll catch up again tomorrow, folks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.